In Hilcha Shabbos Perak Chavhei, the Rambam discusses various types of muktzah. The Rambam begins by saying that there's different kinds of vessels. The first kind of vessel is a vessel that's made to use for mutter things on Shabbos. For example, like a cup to drink, or a plate to eat, or a knife to cut meat, etc. Then there's another kind of vessel which is made to do something usher, for example, a grinder or a mill or something like that. In other words, it's used for something usher that you cannot do on Shabbos. The Rambam explains that anything that's used for mutter is allowed to be moved on Shabbos, and it could be moved for itself, which will explain what it means. You could move it if you need its place, and you can move it in order to use it for something else that's mutter. Something that's used for usher, it could only be moved for its place, or to use it for something else that's mutter, which we'll explain. Using a vessel for itself means to use it in the manner it's meant to be, or to move it in order that it shouldn't be stolen, or that it shouldn't get damaged from the sun, or it shouldn't break, or shouldn't get ruined from the rain, etc. But when it comes to something usher, we may take it in order to use it for something mutter, like we want to crush some nuts, or something of the like. But we cannot move it in order that it shouldn't break or shouldn't get damaged. The Ramam continues and says that anything that's not a vessel, like stones or money, is usher to move. So this is another kind of uh, mukta that exists, something that's not a vessel at all. See how Lachazayin and Chetz for more details. The Rambam continues and explains the next kind of muktzah, and this is called muktzah machmas chusarin kis. And that means it's muktzah because we're afraid that something will lose its value. So, for example, an expensive painting or some other thing that you want to sell and you don't want it to get damaged in any way. That's called something that we cannot move because it's muktzah machmas chusarin kis. The Rambam continues and explains another kind of muktzah where you have a regular vessel where it became muktzah because of something usher. For example, a candle that was lit on Shabbos or a candelabra that there's a candle in it. So we cannot move it anymore because it's became something that's usher. And this would remain the case even if the candle finished burning, we still couldn't move it on Shabbos since by being Ashmashas it was that way. The Rambam continues and discusses another kind of muktzah called muktzah machmas mios, and that's when something is repulsive and it becomes a muktzah because of it. But if you really need it for some other reason, then on Shabbos we're allowed to move it. See how lachas you'd base in your gimel for some more examples and details. The Rambam continues and says that if there's two items, one that we're allowed to move and one that we're not because it's muktzah, and in order to move the mutter one, you'd have to move the asr one, you're allowed to move it. See how lachas tezvav through yudchas for more details. The Rambam continues and says that fruits that's usher to eat because meiser wasn't given from them, we're not allowed to move them on Shabbos. But if it's demai, where it's a doubt whether they were meiser or not, those were allowed to move. See halacha chaf for more details. The Rambam continues and says that if there was a row of stones and before Shabbos the person had a mind to sit on them, then on Shabbos they're allowed to. See halacha chaf beis for more details. The Rambam continues and says that when it comes to a keli, a vessel, one is not allowed to destroy the status of a vessel and make it a non-vessel on Shabbos because it would be considered seiser, destroying. For example, a person shouldn't put a vessel underneath a candle on Shabbos in order to receive the oil that's dripping from it because then the vessel becomes usher to move. For this reason, it's also we don't put a vessel underneath a chicken who's, who's laying eggs, but we could put a vessel on top of it to cover it in order that it shouldn't get damaged. Ramam continues and says that one may place a bucket underneath dripping water, and once it becomes full, you could pour out the water and return the bucket to its place without worry. See Halacha Chafei for more examples and details of this. The Rambam concludes by saying that an animal that fell into a pit or into a water conduit, then if one is able to provide what the animal what it needs on Shabbos and keep it there, he should. But if it's not possible, then he should bring pillows and blankets and put it into the pit, even though he's making it bottle as a keli because he's attaching it to the ground. But if it allows the animal to come up, then that's mutter. 
Additionally, we're not allowed to pick up an animal to move it into a chatzibar. We could push it to get it to go there. We also do not try to hold a chicken that's trying to fly away because we're afraid that it might rip off its wings on Shabbos.